I'm Sam Seitels, and you are listening to The Pillars of Hamilton. And if you're a fan of the show, you've probably noticed something by now. These episodes, they drop at totally random times. That's why I urge you to please hit that like and subscribe button right now. If you do, you'll be notified as soon as each episode is released. Also, you subscribing to my channel will make my day. So please hit that button now. It's been a couple of weeks since I released an episode, so I'll be putting out two this week. Later, I'll be releasing an episode with my new friend, Chris Keola. Not only is he an awesome teacher, but he's one of the coolest dudes here in Hamilton. Seriously, I love that guy and his interview. It's an absolute blast. You don't want to miss it. My guest today is a warrior known as Linda Zab. She's Hamilton's greatest Zumba instructor, and she's a real inspiration to many. She is currently recovering from foot surgery as she received it a few days after this interview. So, Linda, I hope you enjoy this episode. Sit back and relax, which is something I know you're not used to doing, but we're all wishing you a speedy recovery, and we want to see you in the gym real soon. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my friend, Linda Zab. You're listening to the Pillars of Hamilton. That's with me, Sam Sidetells, and you want to know what I'm going to give them? Only the finest that Hamilton has to offer. The biggest blueberries you've ever seen, baby. And they're all here, right now. So... I don't, I was just talking with my guest about how on certain episodes I get a little nervous and that is because, well, I always get a little nervous, but more so with my guests that I have an immense amount of respect for and also just really wonderful people that I want to leave my studio. I want them to leave feeling like they had a good time. So Linda you are all of those things. You are the type of person that not only I, I respect, but, and I think anyone who knows you would agree, you just like, you glow this positive, wonderful aura. And I know you wouldn't say that about yourself, no. <laughs> but I've got to say it because I'm so happy to have you on this show. I mean, oh, thanks. you are just a ray of sunshine. <laughs> So now that I've made you feel all weird from saying all that stuff, <laughs> um, I have to ask you about how you are such a tough cookie. Um, when I go to your son's school, Instinct Fitness Martial Art, uh, wait, how do how do we say it? Instinct Fitness and Mixed Martial Arts? Right, I should have just read your shirt. You're literally wearing the oh, yeah. shirt. Yeah. Um, you come in with a, a, a host of, of, I don't know if injuries are the right word, uh, nagging things going on. What exactly is it uh, that you have that you have to kind of like fight through when you're when you're training? Oh, you mean my injuries? I yeah. have flat feet and a fallen arch, which I'm going to get taken care of next week. <gasps> but it's causing a lot of pain in my tibial, t um, posterior tibial tendon. So that runs from the bottom of your foot all the way up to your knee. And now I'm getting pain all over my left foot. <sighs> and then my right foot says, why are you making me work so hard? So both feet will have a tendency to hurt. But hopefully my, my podiatrist will take care of it. So are you getting surgery? Yeah. What, what are they going to do? Um, they're going to move my tendon. They're going to shave down a bone. They're going to reconstruct my arch and try to give me an arch. My daughter just had the... They're um, going to try... They can do that? They mm -hmm. can give someone an arch who, mm -hmm. who's flat-footed? Yep. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't either until my daughter just had the operation in December. She has the same thing. She has flat feet. And her feet are worse. She's been in pain like her whole life. <gasps> yeah. And she's always on her feet. Is that part of the thing with flat feet is you will have pain if you have flat feet? Yeah. Well... Um, I think if we, like, really took care of them, wore the right shoes all the time, um, wore orthotics, the whole thing, we might not have so many issues. And then being flat, um, I'm sorry, barefoot on the um, BJJ mats, 
for boxing and kickboxing and Muay Thai and BJJ. I, um, I'm not using any support. I'm in bare feet. And then I ran around like a rug rat, you know, on the beach, you know, every summer, totally barefoot or wearing horrible flip-flops. Are you nervous about the surgery? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm going to have <laughs> to get great, my... great, but she's only 22. What do you mean? Oh, your, your daughter? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. A little bit yeah, longer healing, healing time, yeah, right? Yeah. I have, uh, so when I was 22 myself, I had one of my first surgery, one of my first surgeries, <laughs> where um, I had a hernia, mm. and guess what? I got myself another hernia. No. Yes, out of all the things I do <laughs> with you guys at Instinct and the weightlifting at the gym, you know how I got it? Mm. Lifting up and slamming my 40-pound three-year-old, <laughs> four-year-old. I, I, I believe it. It's so crazy. Right, because you're not thinking. You're not thinking. You're not controlling it. It's the dumb things, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. When So I'm asking this. For personal reasons, because um, not to, I'm not even going to say names, but some people who are very close to me, who are um, around the same age as you, they are the type of people that, the, the excuse people, right. you know, the, right, the, right, the right, ones right. who like, you know, I'll, I will, I'll walk on the treadmill because I enjoy that. But as far as like, pushing themselves, really uh, uh, raising that heart rate and, and where you're gasping for air and that kind of stuff, you know, there's always the excuse of, uh, you know, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little older now, my knees, this and that. And I always wonder myself, like, well, maybe, maybe they really can't do it. But then I see someone like you. Um, what would you say to, to those people? I mean, I, I know you're not one to like tell anyone what to do, but like, how do you do it with all these injuries? And, and, uh, you know, you're rolling around and you're grappling with people who are, who are your son's age. Right. Right. Well, yeah. And it's not for everyone, but I think my biggest thing is I try to tell people to get moving and, and if it's just walking, then walking, if you need to get a dog to go for a walk, get a dog. Um, yeah, um, I try to explain to people because I was never an athlete, and I um, didn't. I discovered aerobic exercise, um, I guess, in my late twenties, early thirties, and I enjoyed it. And then I fell out of it, and then I went back to it, and then I was back and forth, and then I didn't do anything for a long time. And a friend of mine said, "I'm going for a walk on the boardwalk because I worked in Atlantic City. You want to come during lunch?" I'm like, "Sure." thought it was going to pass out from walking right she she was walking so fast from ohio avenue to um the taj mahal and i'm trying to pretend that i'm okay and trying to keep up with her <laughs> trying to play it off i thought i was going to die and but then i would just it was such a rush to do that so it was like our regular routine to go for a walk on the boardwalk and like a power walk and I really enjoyed that, and I did that for a good five years. Even when my son Alec was playing sports, if he was playing baseball, I'd walk around the field, and I'd get my steps in. It was a manage of managing, because a lot of people use that as an excuse. I don't have time. Mm. Well, to tell you the truth, it really does take up a lot of time. I have a dog now that I walk two miles a day, and then I have to go to the gym. So it doesn't leave me a lot of time for anything else. But I really want to go to the gym. I I don't want to be one of those people in a walker, mm. you know, and I, I don't want to be on oxygen and I don't want to have that. I want to be, I want, I want to live. I want to enjoy life. So I just push myself. And I think people need to look at that. I don't like being overweight. Anytime I put a few pounds on, I get really like, oh no, my clothes don't fit. What am I going to wear? <laughs> <laughs> That's never a good feeling, no, right? No, not at all. Yeah. Uh, what, were you not, what, what kind of aerobics were you doing before or around It was this just time? called aerobics. It was just. Like those videos back in the yeah, day and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So what was it, Suzanne Summers? Yeah, or? 16, you know, it was a 16 beat count, fast, 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 fast. <laughs> and I don't know, it was just, but it was a lot of fun. It was to music. And then when um, my, I call her my Zumba mommy, 
uh, she was another art teacher at, at the high school, and we had known each other in the, when we were taught in the elementary. She was a Zumba instructor, and she you got to come. you got to come to my class and give this a try. And this was after a couple of years of you doing the walking exercise? Right, right, yeah. right. And um, so we had, um, I had gone to one of her classes, and I couldn't get the songs out of my head, even though I had no idea what they were saying because they were all in Spanish. <laughs> but the, the melodies and everything, it was just, and I was like, suddenly I was hungry. I was like, oh, my God, i got to find more Zumba. i got to find more Zumba. And I was in Hamilton, and I went to a couple places in Hamilton, that had Zumba, and I was running around going to Zumbathons, and I just I, I had I needed my fix, my Zumba fix. Okay, let me let me pause you there because I really, in all honesty, other than when I when I got to go potty at Instinct and <laughs> I walk right through your class, which I try, I promise you, I try to wait. Oh, I don't care. But, <laughs> wait, you don't bother us. Okay, no, no, you no, say no, that. You yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Everybody's fine. You even say hi to me in the yeah, middle of you do. I try to <laughs> holding it down. Um, so. Other than I, I, uh, to music and uh, some kind of dance, could you explain to me and the people who wouldn't know what exactly is Zumba? It's a dance fitness. Um, what had happened was um, Beto is the originator of Zumba, and Zumba's been around now 20 years. He was just an aerobics instructor, and he forgot his music one day for one of his classes. So he had his own playlist. Well, he's Hispanic, and he's, I think he's, um, I, please don't. <laughs> I think he's Colombian, but I'm not positive. But he had his own playlist of his own songs. So he didn't have the popular stuff. He didn't have the top 40. And he put that on, and he just started dancing. Well, the people loved it. So he went, he just, he, he created Zumba. So it's dancing to all kinds of music. It's not just Spanish music. It's Bollywood, um, um the island music, okay, um, all kinds of music. We dance to all kinds of stuff, and we put and we throw other popular music in as well. How much of it is planned versus improvisation pretty on your much, part? Well, pretty much all of it is planned. It's choreographed, and eventually, like my people will learn my choreography. So if I mess up. They're all like real proud of themselves. She messed up, but oh, I knew what to do. Like when the teacher gets the problem <laughs> yeah, wrong right, in right, class. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, well, I did that on purpose. I wanted to make sure you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're a teacher. You know the tricks. Right, right. Um, when, you, when you're putting together your own Zumba uh, choreography, are you basing it off of what you think is best for uh, your class's physical fitness? Is this based off just previous instructors where you're just borrowing their moves how do it's you come a up combination. with combination it's a combination um i belong to zumba um i have a membership with them and they send me music and they send me choreography so i can use their choreography but a lot of them are like 22 years old and they can really move and maybe a little too fast um so i'll i'll change it up so it fits my core you know what i want to do sometimes i just hear a song and i'm like oh man that's I got, I got, I got to, yeah, I have to. What kind of music do you usually use? Like I said, it's, it's, it's just, just international. It's, it's everything. Yeah. yeah. But like, you know, you hear something on the radio and you just like, yeah, I got to do that. Even if it's a cool down, just something, you know, it's a song that really moves you. So I, I, it, like I said, I, and I steal from people all the time. I tell I'm my, sure all my, my Zoom instructors. Do. I mean, it's only 20 years old too. So right. I mean, people are probably right. still learning. I'm, now, I'm assuming. At the gym, we are um, doing Zumba toning. So we use real light weights because you are... You use in, weights. Right. We're incorporating our joints. So we don't want to... And we're moving, we're dancing. So we don't want to overstress them. So Zumba says don't go over like two and a half pounds. I'll let them go three. But I don't want to see them with wow, five or Wow, really eight. light. Yeah. So it's toning. So it's not necessarily strength. It's more, you know, to tone your muscles and to look nice. Yeah, um, do the weights towards the end of the workout, do they start to feel heavy or it never really gets to that point? Hmm. It's funny. A lot of people come in and go, oh, I work out. I'm going to do the three uh -huh. pounds. And like the halfway through the first song, they're like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll start, I'll start with the one pound weights just to show them, you know, I'm, I'm warming up. So I'm going to start with the lighter weights. And then I'll usually go to like a two or two and a half. Between your Zumba and your son's jujitsu school, I mean, I, I, I can only imagine that uh, 
you've at least seen one, if not many people coming in with an ego that gets smashed incredibly quickly when they're doing such physical endeavors as your class and as well as uh, instincts, physical fitness. Well, the thing with Zumba is it's dance. So maybe you're not getting, well, actually, I'll tell you why I became a Zumba instructor. I didn't actually intend to, to be an instructor, but I took the instruction, instructing class. It's a, a one day, all day, grueling, you know, learning how to break up the You took music. that even though you didn't plan on becoming a teacher? Mm, exactly. Because I didn't understand the steps. I didn't understand the moves. There's, you know, the salsa and the merengue, and I just didn't know what the heck we were doing. And I couldn't get them right. I couldn't figure it out. And I'd be like, I'd actually stay after class and say, now, how did you do that, that one song? And I wouldn't be able to get it. And it's funny because I have pictures of me in, in on Facebook way back when. You know, everybody's going one way and I'm going the opposite <laughs> way. And it drove me crazy and I wanted to be better. So I took the class so I'd get, so I'd personally get better. And then one day... Was this class, this class was specifically about teaching Zumba it's to others? Specifically just, yes, to become a Zumba instructor. So um, one day I was in health and fitness and the instructor didn't show up. And <sighs> the, and so I said, well, you know, I can teach the class. I, you know, I have no my license. Way. And he was like, nah, nah, nah. And he goes, wait, how many people are up there? And I'm like, oh, six, eight. And he goes, go ahead. Oh, growling at me and stuff. And the next day, Wait, I growling at you? Yeah, he was like, "No, you know what are you doing?" And I'm like, "Well, we want to dance." Is it so, is it the little dude? The, the, yeah. the, <laughs> I remember that guy. Yeah, he, next, when I signed up at Hamilton Health oh, and Fitness, right, right, right. he um, we were talking martial arts, and I know where uh, this man busts out into a, a full split. Yep, <laughs> I was yep. just like, yep. "Whoa!" He that's could probably impressive. kick right over your head. Pretty he impressive. Could, yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. So the next day I walked in for the next Zumba class and he grabbed me and he goes, you're hired. So I was a sub. I was a long-term sub there. And one day he gave me my own class. Was this based off of feedback he got or he just needed someone or how, how did, you don't know. I don't know. You just walked in and you were hired. Yeah. What was that first class like? Cause you had, you had teaching experience, a lot of teaching experience. Right. Well, it's so funny though, because it's just like coming in here and talking into a microphone even though I'm used to being in front of people, it's different. Mm -hmm. It's different. And if you mess up, you feel like I used, I, I used to be so embarrassed when I would like mess up my choreography and, um, people would really be supportive. You know, you're doing fine. You're doing fine. Just keep, cause they wanted their Zumba. They didn't want me to like, well, quit. it sounds <laughs> from, from the way you're speaking about Zumba people are passionate. people. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They love it. They really do. Yeah. And there is um, so many different types of Zumba. There's Zumba for kids. Really? Um, there's Zumba for Zumba Gold for for elderly. There's. Um, do you do all of this, or you're just? I'm certified, yeah, in Zumba Gold and um, for kids, and the Zumba toning and the regular Zumba where you just dance. You don't use any of the weights, but you can always pick up the weights if you want to. Right. Um, and then they little. have Aqua Zumba where the instructor is outside the pool and tells everybody what to do. I don't have that one. I don't like chlorine. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You don't go in pools? I, I, I'll go into them, but if it's an indoor pool, it just drives me crazy. Yeah, usually they it's pump up much. the yeah. uh, chlorine. It's hurting your eyes much. and everything. Not yeah. really ideal for working out. And then there's chair Zumba, Centau. Is yeah. that for people who are disabled? Well, or? believe it or not, the Centau class I took, we were doing push-ups on the chair, and I was like, what is this? I can't do one. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> Yeah. So it, it, um, yeah, sitting in a chair, and that was something where um, Beta was asked to come to this, I don't know, conference or something, and and he thought he was doing a class, but they expected him to do a lecture. So all these people were in chairs, and he's like, he's not, he doesn't speak, he's not a speaker, so he especially turned, he unprepared, his, right? So he puts his music on and he starts using the chair and had everybody get up and dance. I love how everything in Zumba seems like it just kind of ha happened randomly right. from the invention of it to that, to right. you becoming a Zumba right. instructor. <laughs> it sounds like the whole thing, just like everything's out of nowhere. Right. How long ago was this that you started, uh, um, participating in class and how long ago did you start instructing? I think I was, um, doing Zumba about 12 years. I don't even know. I'm sorry. I'm no, 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 no. 
I think I was doing it for about 11. And then um, about six months in, I said, this is ridiculous. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> I mean, I'm taking the Zoom instructor class. And I drove up to North Jersey, and I, I worked with Tanya Beardsley. She was awesome. Is she um, like a major player in the game? She was, yeah, yeah. She quit. It was too much for her, but she, she was really awesome. And um, that was about five, about five, six years ago that she quit, but she was a really good instructor. And um, so, yeah, it was only about six months in. I just, I really liked it, and I, and I didn't, I'm just tired of feeling like a fool because I just couldn't figure it out. That's probably why a lot of people don't even try it oh everybody says i can't dance i tried it once that's what i'm thinking right now but i'm telling you i tell people you know if you can't get it just move just march or just start dancing just feel the music and do your own thing it's no big deal it's really no big deal you're there for you it's their class it's not you know i'm not gonna right (laughs) get up (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) right (laughs) yeah and and so how long did you teach at hamilton health and fitness which is now um Um, adrenaline adrenaline right yeah yeah (laughs) and a lot more expensive yeah yeah. (laughs) um yeah and that was another thing that's one reason we opened up you know in an instinct is that right we did the zumba because it was like all my people were like what are you doing we need zumba and i'm like and we can't. We don't want to go to Adrenaline. It's too expensive. You have to pay for a membership, they, and you have to like, pay for a class. And this, look, I know. I, I think they wised up and they've changed it up a little bit. Have they? They should have found somewhere in the middle because they were charging really cheap, and then they went like four times what they were charging. Right. So. Uh, right. Right. That was a big about face. I, I started off going to after that. You know, during the pandemic, at the beginning of it, I started going to. Um, what's the the everyone can go to this planet fitness i started going to planet fitness for a while but i was like i can't this doesn't this isn't fitting my needs and so i ended up going back to adrenaline but honestly after all my injuries i've had and and you know just again a little bit older like i feel like most of my exercise uh as as often as i can go i I like doing it at instinct right because i don't need to lift heavy anymore i don't need to be giant it's too much on my uh my joints and everything um, plus I get to have a good time and learn how to defend right. myself. Um, so let's talk about that. I word on the street is, and I completely could see this is that you like have a little bit of a following when it comes to your Zumba classes. <laughs> you got, like, well, like fans. I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had, I had a, a Wednesday, um, after an evening, early evening class and it was a, the only Zumba toning in town. So those people, you know, with the pandemic and everything, they wanted me to Zoom, and I'm like, oh, yikes, I can't Ugh. even, you know, we, we had to leave school, and, I'm, and we weren't allowed to Zoom, so we were trying to teach, uh, it was just, it was such a mess, and I'm like, I don't have the space, I don't have an area, I'm going to dance off off the camera, and you're not going to see me, I'm, yeah. not gonna, I'm not, you know, I'm hey, just not hey, prepared they for They wanted that. me to do summer camp virtually. Uh, <laughs> man. All right, kids, pick up the ball. Uh, right, throw right. it to the camera. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So um, I just I I didn't like that. So when we had the opportunity to do it at Instinct, I'm like, good. Hey, everybody. Was come that on out. was that a plan originally, or was it already open? And you're like, hey, I can bring it here. We talked about it while they were while they were prepping, and I was like, it was kind of funny because I moved from Atco to Brigantine and. But I, I know so many people in Hamilton from from being, you know, a Zumba instructor that I thought, well, I'm just going to get a little Zumba, you know, stint in, in Brigantine or in the area. And, you know, just, nope, back driving up to Hamilton. Big or, time. Yeah. Big time. Your classes look pretty full when yeah. I go in there. Yeah. yeah. And well, it, they, they go up and down because of the pandemic. You know, that mm-hmm. Omicron's got them all scared again. So I have a lot of people that are, and, I, I, and you know what? I have a woman who has breast cancer, and she comes in. She's currently battling breast cancer, and she's mm-hmm. coming to train with you? Yep. That's she, amazing. Yep. Can she hang in there? She can do it? She, yeah, she's doing what she can do. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The So since you've been doing this for so long, have you been able to see positive results from uh from your students have have any of them given you feedback um yeah what what have you seen over your years anything that makes you proud 
I guess the fact that they just keep coming. That is a big one, right? <laughs> yeah. If they want to come back, especially when it comes to exercise, right. that's a big yeah. one. So the people who come to your class, those who, who have never done it before, mm-hmm. um, walk me through it. Tell me, like, first of all, I, I don't really know how it works because it's at a martial arts school. I don't know if you need to buy the martial arts membership, if it's something separate. How does it would, that work? It would be included if you were if you bought the full package for the martial arts. But um, we have class cards. And I made sure I told I told Alec and, and Bill that they had to keep them low. I didn't want I didn't want to overcharge for Zumba. I don't think it's necessary. I know like some yoga instructors won't won't work for under like fifteen dollars a person. Really? Yeah, yeah. Was that an ego thing, or they're just trying to get make they, it rich? Well, some of them get like two hundred hours of of um, of um, learning. And, um, you mean like they get like 200 hours of training? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they so, feel like that's their path I to guess, uh, start yeah. overcharging? Yeah. You know, I've I've been teaching for like uh, 16 years now, I think. And even now, I don't want to charge more for a, a private tutoring lesson than I did 10 years ago. Right. Like, I don't want to. Like, I know some people could ask for like $75 for an hour and stuff. I'm just like... First of all, I love doing it anyway. I want to I want to teach people, but I don't want anyone thinking like, "Oh, I got to pay all this money every single right. week." Right. Like I want people to think like, "Okay, that's fair, even generous, and and, right. and I'm happy to come and bring my kid." Um so they pay per class. They pay, we have um well they can pay for class. I think that's where it's like $10 a class. But they can buy a class card. <laughs> I don't even know the prices because I. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's like um, I think it's seven dollars a class if you buy a five class. Oh, card. that's a great deal. And then it's six dollars a class. I'm pretty sure if you buy a ten class card, and um, just to get them to buy the ten class card, they can get a free class so after their ten. Eleven classes for like sixty dollars. Yeah. that is a hell of a deal. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, and so when sometimes I, I've noticed that the kids, th- this is a selling point. I know a lot of my <laughs> listeners are, are parents or, or even parents of my students. Am I wrong in saying that sometimes the kids are training martial arts while the, the mom is doing Zumba? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have a, a few of them. Yep. They bring them in. They set them off on their merry way and they come back and they have an hour to just well that's what we're talking about those people who say they don't have the time for it like that's the time right you're getting your kids training in and you're getting your training in and everyone's having a good time yeah instinct fitness when i first met you and your son alec uh alec was an employee at another martial arts school you would just go and and you would train and here we are i would say about five or six years later since when i met you guys and your son is the proud owner of his own <laughs> martial arts school. Something he's really been uh, striving for. Something Has he? he really because to do. I remember having a conversation with you several several years ago. Excuse me. And I remember we were talking about that. And Alec wasn't exactly sure what he wanted to do. I think like you were trying to um, convince him that he would be a good science instructor maybe yeah. or a professor yeah. and he i i think we even mentioned him having a martial arts school and he would be like oh no 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 um so this is something that he was well he's always wanted it it's so funny i and moms sometimes really screw this up um <laughs> there were a lot of clues that he really wanted to wrestle when he was really young and he was in karate school and his favorite part about karate school was at the end when they got playtime and wrestling was his favorite playtime. They let him wrestle at karate school. Yeah, oh, that's you know it was like you know you see when they at, at the school now they'll they'll play games at the end. I love that. Well, that was his favorite game was the wrestling, and oh. yeah. So <laughs> by high school, he finally got in there. <laughs> well, I know he was also much like myself a big wrestling pro wrestling. Right. Fan. Oh yeah, I love that stuff. Him yeah. and I hit it off right away talking <laughs> about Macho Man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I even taught him a few things. We had some pro wrestling lessons after my he taught me some jujitsu. I right. taught him some pro wrestling. Right. Yeah. Um, so he really actually he started a little late, huh? When it comes to wrestling. Yeah, I think it was um, actually maybe eighth grade. 
he started a little okay. bit. He had signed up for, for basketball in seventh grade, and I'm like, how can you can't do both? You can't do basketball and wrestling at the same time. So eighth grade, he didn't sign up for basketball, and he went with the wrestling, and that's where he got hooked. He was really, really hooked, and he pursued it. After high school, we would go to all these tournaments. We'd go all over the place for these tournaments. There were one down at the shore, Maryland. Oh, we were all over the place. Pennsylvania. My mom used to get so nervous and hated it. How about you? Were oh, you? my God. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It would always be just before you would go up. I'm like, oh, my God, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Man, my nerves were horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. Does he still, 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 I mean, like not now, like when he's teaching, but if he, if he's going to compete, I'll be, no, he, he goes all in. Yeah. And something about Alec that I've really noticed and I respect is, you know, I don't, my favorite fighters aren't usually the ones who are the, the fastest or the strongest or the ones who are just built like, uh, they're just hulking over everyone. I always like the fighters who have the most heart and, I haven't seen him compete, but I've seen him work out and I've grappled with him. And it seems like Alec really has that never say die, right. never quit attitude. Right. He's real relaxed with it. It's so funny because when he did start out, he started out at Tar- Tiger Shulman. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what do you want to do that for? And <laughs> Why? What's wrong with Tiger Shulman? Well, it was just, it was the martial arts. It was the mixed martial arts mm. attitude and everything. I'm like, really? You want to do that? But he has... I have cousins in, in Rhode Island that were really, really into it. So I was like, all right, give it a try. And um, so that's where he started. And oh, it was just, it was it was really hard to watch. His, I think he'll, he'll tell you his first match, he was put, you know. He what, was it grappling? Or? Yeah, well, yeah, it was grappling. Okay. He took a nap. What yeah. do you mean he took a nap? He was choked out? Yep. <laughs> choked out cold? Oh, my God. Oh, that, that was must, awful. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, that must have been a sight for you. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was yeah. his first match? We're done with this now, right? Nope, nope. <laughs> so, he, he, it just, he was funny because in wrestling, you know, he didn't like doing takedowns or anything. And now I see how relaxed he is with it. And takedowns don't bother him. And, and you, you know, mean You mean like him getting taken down? Or trying to take somebody down. Mm. Because, you know, that's, that's you really... Um, putting yourself out there when you right. when you go for a takedown. If you don't do it exactly right, they, they're going to take you down. Right. I love that you said that. I, um, I'm i trying so hard. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm starting when I'm, I'm middle-aged now, so it's like I'm, I'm trying this thing that you really should start when you're, like, I don't know, 10, 15. <laughs> and, um, oh, man, I have my heart and soul uh, dedicated to really landing some double-leg takedowns. Right. And for those of you who don't know, what Linda's saying is when you're going for one of these takedowns, you're dropping down to a knee, you're you're wrapping your arms around their legs, you're driving forward, you're scooping them up. Uh, but if, if, they, if they're smart to it, if they know it's coming, they can defend it and end up on top of you. So it's a really big choice and you have to decide, is the timing right? Is the, am I in the right position? Are they in the right position? So it really takes a lot of practice, and I would almost say courage to go for a takedown. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and like I said, and now, you know, throughout high school, he didn't have a lot of takedowns, and now it's just nothing to him. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And during all of this, I got to bring up a name, and that name is the man himself, Mr. O.C. <laughs> Was, um, you heard the podcast with yeah. And you yeah. heard their shout out to yeah. you. He yeah. calls you like, um, I believe he called you like a second mom right. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, was OC around for all this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and OC was, he was brutal with Alec. He would really push him, really, really push him. And we met him in, they were in freshman football and he needed a ride home. Mom, and he was like, Alec's like, mom, OC lives right, you know, right around the corner from us. Do you want to give him a ride home? And I'm like, sure. Well, that was it. You know, we basically adopted him. We, you know, we drove him everywhere. You know, he was always invited to the house. And we did, I don't know how many tournaments and every wrestling practice. I I'm, I was really surprised at how many, um, we drove a lot of kids around to all the wrestling for the wrestling practices. Were you practices. that mom? I was that mom. I was the one who got stuck. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> the cool mom taking everyone. 
Yeah, if I was with them, if I was their age, I would want you to be that mom too. And luckily, I had a, a minivan, so there was no problem stuffing them all in there. But I used to call them stinky boys. <laughs> that nasty gear in the bag and all that. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so you guys hit it off with OC right away. Right away. I like to, I know, uh, you know, people who are just listening to this might be wondering, like, why would he just bring up a, a random guy that's not actually related to you? Um, for those listening, first of all, I've done three podcasts with OC. Mm -hmm. Did you ever hear the one I did a couple years ago where we spoke about, about his depression? I think so, but okay. my memory's not really good. Because that's uh, mine either. <laughs> uh, that is one of my favorite all-time podcasts. Right. And it didn't get necessarily the most listens, but I would say it got the most feedback because when it comes to OC... Here's a guy who's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. He's a, a straight-up warrior. I mean, he is a warrior. But all the self-confidence in the world. All the self-confidence. You never see what he talks about when he's Yes! Don't, you don't see that. I was so shocked. You were, I found too. Out about it. Yeah. Because he is. And like I said, he used to, you know, beat on Alec. You got, you know, to make him better. Make him better in everything he did. And and sometimes I would go, why are you so tough on him? He goes, because I'm trying to make him better. So mm. O.C. has all the self-confidence, and then we find out he suffers from depression. But as we know, you know, you can hide that, that depression. Yeah, sometimes the most confident, the mm. most happy people deep down, they're really right. struggling. Right. He He's an amazing grappler. Uh and I got to say, first, let me put this out there. The man writes poetry. Right. He writes yeah, and reads poetry. And he can sing and he can dance his ass off. I keep telling him, you need to lead a song in my, in my Zumba class. He can dance. Oh, his so whole dance? family can dance. Really? They're amazing, yeah. I've never seen that. Oh, they're awesome. But yeah. I could imagine it. Yeah. I, I bet O.C. can definitely bust a move. Yep. And he can sing. That I want to hear. Yeah. yeah, he's shown me. In fact, I think one of his first public... Poetry readings was was with a show I was hosting, which I was very honored oh, to wow. hear. And man, you know this show? It was for the art club, and it was the first show we did, and it was right when everyone was stuck at home. And oh, the feedback we got from OC's poem—I mm -hmm. mean, I rewatched it several times. It's not even just the beautiful words he wrote; it's the passion he reads it with. You know how you can hear someone sing, or you can hear, uh, see someone dance, and you know it's they're either phoning it in or they're just going through the moves. And then there's people who are, are feeling it, right? And that's OC. Mm -hmm. And as as uh, it's funny too, because like I think about him like that, but then when it comes time for me to box OC. There is a look in OC's eye <laughs> that I'm just like, get ready, Sam. This man's going to punch you in the face. <laughs> and I'm glad you're saying this to me about him working with Alec. Because sometimes like, I'll be boxing with OC and I'll be like, oh, is he just hitting me because he thinks I'm terrible? Or no, <laughs> he is literally trying to make you better. Yep. Yeah. And he is. Yeah. He really is making mm -hmm. me a better boxer, which I, I have no no previous history with boxing, so I've got a lot to learn. But um, I can take those hits, and I'll keep moving forward, and it's just the skills. i got to learn those mm -hmm. skills. He told me what I kept doing was closing my eyes when I would throw my punches. That's a big no-no. <laughs> yeah, you should never take your eyes off your opponent. Yeah, that sounds Even like a Mr. Miyagi yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love it, though, especially with this hernia. I don't want to grapple as much, so boxing seems like the way to yeah. go. So I got to ask, like, here we are in, in uh, a situation that I didn't see coming a couple of years ago. Your son owns his own martial arts <laughs> school. You feeling proud? You feeling happy? Oh, excited? Yeah. It's awesome. It's great. I'm, I'm really happy that he's happy. That's what's most important is that, you know, he finds what he wants, wants to do, and um, it's convenient that i have a place that i can teach zumba whenever i want i can add classes i can take classes away you got a lot of freedom don't <laughs> yeah. you owning yeah. a business is kind of yeah. nice like that yeah. yeah and um so you're proud of your boy absolutely shout out to you alec i'm proud of you too man <laughs> really proud of you i didn't know like when we were having these conversations i'm like what's this guy gonna do he's got so much potential everyone loves him he's very talented you know he's a great guy 
what's he going to do? Is he just going to be uh, an employee at a martial arts school for the rest of his life? And here right. he is years later with right. his own place. Uh, that's not what he wanted at all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was ready to move on. Yeah, and, and, and move on he did in a spectacular way. Um, as far as your Zumba classes go, I know that you're, you're certified. I don't know if certified is the right word, but you're tr- licensed, but I'm certified in uh, group aerobics. Are you going to add any of these children classes? Or are you just going to stick with what you're doing now? It's a possibility. I saw a few people, you know, their eyes light up. But right now I've had moms bring their kids back that aren't participating in, in class. They Maybe they have younger kids. This little girl, and she must be like three years old. She's so cute. Mm. I think her name's Maya. She comes back, and I have these little maracas, and she knows exactly where I keep them, and she runs in, and she grabs them. It's not Maymay, is it? Mm, no. Maybe. Okay, because I think little she might. tiny. Uh, her brother, she has a brother who trains in martial arts. I think arts. so. Yeah, I think that's my student, May May. Oh, May, my God. She's wonderful. Oh, my God. <laughs> she just, I just, I can't take my eyes off of her. <laughs> Thank God I have a mirror so I can see her. She's so cute. <laughs> and she's so dedicated, and it's so sweet. So you're open to having moms oh, bring in their possibly. kids? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. What kind of people would you suggest come to who would you suggest who would be the right fit for a, a zumba student in linda's class oh anybody who likes to dance anybody yeah you like to dance and you want to get fit um it really the there's no age barrier there's no weight barrier i've had really really overweight people you have oh my god because you know how and nervous their balance is way better than mine it just drives me crazy <laughs> because everybody's moving at their own pace you know mm. what I mean? You're not, you don't have, there's, there's no um, pressure. higher than there's, you know, um, higher pace and a lower pace. And we, I can show people if they, if they're not getting it, I can show them an easier way to do it. Um, so yeah, anybody, anybody, you know, like obviously not people that want to uh, bulk up and, you know, yeah. Arnold's and, and yeah. that kind of thing. Or, Although you know. I, I feel like those kind of people, that class would be very humbling and good for them. <laughs> My true. God, let me tell you something. When I was pretty jacked, like I was probably another 20 pounds of muscle, I tried to do a yoga class. And man, I had like a 60-year-old lady on one side and a mm. 70-year-old lady on the other side. And I'm just sweating. I'm like, oh my God, I can't hold this pose any longer. Right. And they look like they're fresh, ready right. to keep going. It's really humbling, that kind of exercise. Yeah. And yeah. another thing is a lot of people, oh, but I, you know, I tried a Zumba class and I know I can't dance. And it really doesn't matter. You get, you pick it up. The more you do it, the better you get. Do you get. think you become a better dancer? Oh, I know, I, I know, I did. I never had any, any like cheerleading and no dance in my background. None of that. Really? Yeah, yeah. And now, you know, I, I, I can see a big difference from when I first started till now. And, and you know, it just it's like anything. The more you practice, the better you get. Does Alec ever get down on the Zumba? <laughs> he had him. They had him one day. We had it on the. Um, What's the um the game that you participate in? Dance Dance Revolution. One well no, we had a we actually had a Zumba one and he needed to lose weight for, for wrestling and he had trash bags on. And you mean to sweat it out? Yes. And he did a whole he did a whole Zumba class. It was really funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, and, and and the first time he ever did yoga, he was hysterical. It was so funny to watch him. <laughs> um we had a an, another um participant, remember Sedges? Oh, Michael Sedges, yeah. he's half my tattoos are from him. Yeah, right. Well, he, he started doing um, yoga classes at the other school, and Alec was, like, making fun of it, was doing terrible. Guess who loves yoga now? Mm-hmm. He even incorporates it in some of his classes, you know, to either warm up or to cool down. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It is. It's the best. It is. Uh, and especially for someone who's not in their 20s anymore, I feel like it's great exercise, but it's also... It improves flexibility. It's amazing, yep. Oh my gosh, it's I, I've totally changed ever since. It, were you there when I had, when I ripped my pectoral? Yes. Oh you, God, yes. You were there for that. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I don't remember it. That <laughs> is a blur to me. Um, but ever since then, I've been trying to find ways to work out to make me feel good, not just look big and strong. Right. And that's one of my go tos. Like I feel so good i feel flexible mm-hmm. i feel like before i felt like i could get injured because i was so tight now right. i feel like you know right i better knock on some wood but like <laughs> uh, yeah i feel like uh i'm in pretty darn good shape 
from from doing yoga and stuff like that. Um, you told me that you had some in quotes a uh, high after a Zumbathon. My first, my very first Zumbathon, we did at Atlantic City High School. My Zumba mommy put it together, and there were um, no, there must have been about six or eight Zumba instructors. And we all did our own choreography, and we added like two or three songs that we we led for this big group of people. It was a huge group. We had a really great. How, how much is a huge Zumba group? Uh, there was like like forty people. It was you know a nice nice yeah. s- nice size. I've you know done larger ones, but um, this was my first. And just seeing the look on the, the look of appreciation on the faces of the people while you were dancing and while you were you know leading them in a song was amazing i was high i swear to god i was high for like three days a friend of mine's kid called me right after oh did we lose sound i i can't oh, maybe you knocked it out oh maybe i i i'm not that animated <laughs> hold on let me see uh where's your cord is this it yeah that's so strange uh did i is that making any kind of difference yeah i can hear you now. you can hear yeah all right yeah. cool cool yeah i suddenly couldn't hear myself so anyway, a friend of mine's son called me, and we were chatting, and I was I was just like so high, and I'm like, Billy, you need to come out here, and you need to like become a Zumba instructor because he was really into dancing, and I was just like, I I couldn't come down, I was so high up, and it was I think I drove my family crazy, <laughs> I couldn't stop just talking, stop talking about, about it. it. It was just such a high. What is a Zumbathon? Zoomathon is usually to raise money for something. We usually do it, and I know in October they do it for breast cancer. And which month is it for mm. um, heart? We do a lot of charity. Okay, charity Zoomathons. So you sell tickets that are a little more expensive than a normal class, but they usually run two like two hours, two or three hours. You, think you would ever do that at Instinct? We could. Oh, yeah. if you ever want to do one for diabetes, I would definitely oh, help you. Ra- uh, my father was a diabetic, so oh, absolutely, yeah. So you know all about yeah. it. Type yeah. 1? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's changed our whole lives for yeah. sure. It's a rough one, but it's, thank God, it, it, technology. I see your son, you know, you're ch- testing his uh, sugar. Yeah, we're testing him, and in fact, this week we, 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 we went to the uh, doctor, and we are getting him a pump. Which is going to make life a lot better, a lot I believe. Easier, yeah. God, that f- those first months of waking up three times a night to poke his finger and like I had never given anyone a shot before, right. and right. to give one to my son, it was like, ooh. And sometimes you'd poke him on the finger and you try to take the test, but the the strip wasn't taking the blood, right. so you'd have to poke him again and again. Yeah, it was yeah, not, traumatizing. Not, yeah. But he's a he's a warrior, you know. He he trains with uh, at instinct yeah. with the best of them, yep. and uh, he did he naga. Does great. Yeah, yeah. He's going to do the next naga. I'm good, very excited. Good. Yeah. Are you going to be there at the next naga? I don't think so. I'll be on a, a knee scooter. Oh yeah, yeah. and naga can get kind of crazy. I hate the idea of missing. I haven't missed a tournament yet. I know you're always there. You are always there. Yeah. yeah. Oh bummer. So I don't know if I can convince somebody to come pick me up and. Take me. <laughs> are you going to, I know you're a major, uh, one of the notes you told me is that you are a major beach bum, am I right? Uh, yep, yep. You're going to yep. be able to still hit the beaches? Uh, um, probably not, not for. Not this summer? Oh, yeah, this summer I'll be oh, fine. you think it'll be yeah, good by then? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I should be, I actually, the doctor thinks I'll be fine in six weeks, six weeks to two months. Oh. Yeah, and oh, I'll probably be at the gym in my boot. I know you will. <laughs> Kook. I'm going to be so upset that I'm not working out for the first couple of weeks because I'm going to be in pain. Linda's there while all of us are doing rolls and flips, and she's like wearing a, an ankle brace and she's limping around, but she's doing everything. She's doing everything. It's it's really, I, I th- those are my life goals, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like I want to keep going. Like you never right. stop. I just want to keep going. Right. And like you were saying earlier, like if I don't work out for a couple of weeks, I mean, I feel older. I feel tired. Right. Uh, and I almost feel like, oh, this is me forever now. I'm old. And then I just get back into it. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm yeah. back. I feel right. good. Right. So I got to be like you. And it and it's it, it should be motivating to anyone who's listening, knowing that uh, someone like you who just doesn't stop has this energy that most people my age don't even have. Right. 
it's a wonderful thing. And I don't, I don't imagine you'll be stopping anytime soon. <laughs> I hope not. I, I, I really enjoy being on the move. I'm kind of type A. Are like you? Move, 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 move. Yeah. 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 Although I do appreciate a good nap. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> I love my nap. I mean, I, when I'm teaching, I'm like, all my energy, all my energy. But I know I, if I have to go to Instinct later that night or something, I'm like... Nice, yep, little power nap. Time to recharge. Mm-hmm. Nothing quite like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and before we move on to the chat pack, uh, just a couple other things. Uh, you mentioned you led your first paint and sip party. <laughs> what is a paint and sip party? It's where um, an artist puts together a painting that's relatively easy for the non-artist to copy and then you put it out there that, you know, who wants to come out and paint this painting? And uh, so I lead it, just like I lead a Zumba class. And I start them out, like the, the painting party we did, we did a, a beach scene with a, a truck um, hauling a Christmas tree. One of those, you know, classic trucks that you see everywhere now, the, the big red truck. So, I you know, I, I showed them how to, to blend um, the sky and then the ocean and how to make waves and how to make sand and so you take how to them blend. step by step yep step by step so they and but they are doing all the work they're doing it so it's their painting so i i'm not putting my hands on their painting and i'll i'll grab my painting and show them how to do it on my painting so and 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 i'm telling you they a couple of people were really nervous about it and when they walked out, they were really proud of themselves because they put together a beautiful painting. That's awesome. Yeah, so Gross. I'm hoping that we're going to do it at instinct. I can't. I'm one of those stick figure people. You think if I showed up, Absolutely. I would walk away with something I'm proud oh, of? Yeah. Huh. Uh, first of all, I'm not going to make it overly comp- um, complicated. Yeah. But <laughs> after I put the truck together, I'm like, oh, well, is everybody going to be able to do this? And they did. They did a great job. I've never made anything I'm proud of when it comes to art. Really? Nothing on canvas or paper. I would love to actually have something that I could be proud of. Yeah. Like my kids are already way better than me. (laughs) Yeah. They make me art all the time (laughs) because they know I love art. Kids art is awesome. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my son Jaden, he comes up with some stuff for sure. And Casey now, he's like watching videos and like copying off mm-hmm. the YouTube videos. Hey, hey, Sam, I made you a like Bret Hart, like a pro wrestler or something. Right. Like, thank <laughs> you. So we'd have like a little collection going. Um, and the only other thing is like we didn't even talk about it. And I'm sure that could be a, an entirely different episode. But uh, how's how was your life as an art instructor? You did it for a very long time, right? <laughs> yes, I did. I started in the elementary schools in Atlantic City. I had to travel from school to school, travel from room to room. I didn't even have an art room. And uh, that what? was for six years I did that. And then I moved to, they were recon- reconfiguring the schools and rebuilding and so they put all the eighth graders into a, a building, and I taught eighth grade for another six years. Actually, we started out, I started out with fifth and sixth graders in a situation that didn't work out so well, but <laughs> they figured it out that they needed to revamp that, and they put all the eighth graders together. And I taught that for another six years, and then I went to the high school. You seem like you could handle middle school. I actually really liked middle school. You seem like that. I was scared to death of them. Yeah, me too. I was like, you got, no, I don't want to be here. Why are you putting me in in with these eighth graders? I don't want to be here. Those are some of my best years teaching. Those kids were awesome. Yeah. You seem like the right kind of attitude for personality for those people I, I i was they shocked me i was really surprised I and mean, then and then going to high school and they're you know they're like little adults yeah that's yeah. different middle school it's just weird like yeah I, I oh because t- they're going through so much i know i was there i remember <laughs> yeah. fourth and fifth grade i taught fourth and fifth grade but i would also teach pe mm. to sixth seventh and eighth grade uh, yeah. so these kids who just the year before thought i was the coolest guy in the world would l- listen to me suddenly it was just like what happened to you guys? Right. Why Why are right. you so mean to each other? Right. Why aren't you listening to me? So it definitely takes a special soul. for. But now you're uh, enjoying that retired life, I'm huh? loving it. You're, you're loving, loving it. it. Yeah. But I'm not, you know, for being retired, I think I'm busier than when I was working. Really? Yeah. Really? It's crazy, yeah. Well, that like I crazy. said, I take two-mile 
walks with my with my puppy. Wait, she's gonna that's be nice. too. You get to do it at your own leisure. Yeah, on the beach. Oh, yeah, that yeah. sounds so nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then um, we have a community center in town, and they have all kinds of classes. So I get a little extra Zumba. Oh, nice. Or yoga or painting. There's um, also some art classes All stuff there. you love. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay, last thing before the chat pack. Anyone who's interested in instinct, anyone who's interested in Zumba, anyone who's interested in both. And let me remind you, listeners, you can go train Zumba while your kid trains <laughs> jujitsu knock it all out in one shot and you guys get to leave feeling good and happy for those people who are interested where do they go uh how does it work how do they sign up or how do they come for a trial maybe or oh yeah um first class especially in zumba is free and um i know coach alec and coach bill they like you to come in and give it a try Try a couple different classes, see what you like, so you know what you want to sign up for because they have a lot of different packages. Maybe you just want to do the striking, the boxing, kickboxing. Oh, they do Maybe, have packages mm-hmm. just for that. Maybe oh. you just want to do the grappling, the you know the wrestling, um, the submission wrestling, and the jujitsu. Maybe you want to do all of it. The one thing that I think a lot of people are really not taking advantage of are conditioning classes. Those look insane. They're my favorite. They're my favorite. That's where, that's where I feel strong. You know, there's workouts, and then there are workouts. And holy <laughs> moly. was fun. Was it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You don't look like you came from one of those classes. You were so hardcore. <laughs> I mean, golly. Sometimes I look at those classes, and I'm like, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you really should try it. No, They're I really will. worthwhile. No, I would love to. It's more of a time thing. I, it's yeah, hard I with understand. the kids and everything. I, I know. You have four of them, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep, I'm, not yep, an yep. Ex- I'm not an excuses guy. It's just my life right, right now, you know. But it looks... If you want... Okay, if you want to get in shape, go to Instinct, go to Zumba. If you want to get in next level, tip-top shape, uh, what are they called? The, uh, the conditioning classes. Conditioning They're classes. Hit- Met Kong, and then we do powerlifting on Saturday. Yeah, and I want to make this very clear to any listeners who's even considering showing up. For one, if you've never been to a gym, you never work out, and you're very intimidated, this is the place to go. Linda, Alec, Bill, OC, uh, Wing, everyone, Nicole, everyone there is so friendly and welcoming. Not only will you feel comfortable, but they also don't pressure you to buy some kind of membership. It's not like they're trying to uh, reel you in and then and then sign up for two years or whatever. Mm-hmm. You guys just want to train people and people to have a good time. And uh, sometimes people come for two free classes just to make sure it's what right. they really want. Right. Right. So, wonderful place, wonderful people, and wonderful chat pack. Go ahead and point to one of these and I'll read it to you. All right, let's see. Mm-mm-mm. All right. What is one item you own that has virtually no monetary value, but has such sentimental value that you wouldn't even sell it for a thousand dollars? Oh my God. If you have anything, like I'm thinking back to my old action figures. They used to be like that, but then my kids got a hold of them. And after 25 <laughs> years of having them, they lost their arm in 25 seconds. My scratchy blanket. What is a scratchy blanket? When I was little, my mom gave me this blanket and I could like scratch it and it was comforting. Huh. And I just found it um, in my attic and I brought it down and it's in my closet now, but it was... It just made me feel so awesome to find it because it really meant a lot mm. to me. And when I was a kid, we had we lived in Westmont and we had a house in Sea Isle. And if I had to bring my blanket with me wherever I went, otherwise I couldn't sleep. Aww. And it was just that it had a um, texture to it that you could like scratch. Is it in bad shape or it's hanging on after all these no, years? No, it's still in good shape. Yeah, oh. made it through a wash and everything. <laughs> Very cool. It was in the attic. Yikes. Yeah, scratchy blanket. Yeah, isn't that Very, crazy? Very cool. Yeah, Pete, kids in their blankets. I'm gonna do another one. One more. One oh, more. Jesus. <laughs> oh, you're going for the kids' chat pack. The one oh, kid in here. Let's see what happens. <laughs> oh, this is a fun one. I don't know if you'll have an answer for it, but we'll see. Oh, my God. Your boys, Alec, O.C., Bill, their chat pack. Oh, that was rough with those boys. (laughs) (laughs) Most of it had to get edited. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, If you could take any landmark 
or any geographical feature from any other state, New York, New York, wherever, and move it to the area where you live, bring it right here to the center of Hamilton, maybe Main Street or something. What landmark or geographical feature would you choose? The ocean. <laughs> bring the ocean to Hamilton. Yep. Yeah, it doesn't have to make sense. Just mm-hmm. let it be here. Mm-hmm. Oh, how nice would that be? Mm-hmm. Just two-minute drive to the ocean. Right. <laughs> oh, I would actually get time to meet you there. Yeah. Yeah. Does Nicole go with you ever? She she has, yeah. 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 Very cool. All right, Linda, I know um, tons of people out there love you, and you have a lot of love to give. No <laughs> pressure, but if there's anyone you want to give a shout-out to, go for it. Okay. Everybody at Instinct, you all know who you are. Um, all my Zumba ladies and gent and um, my daughter, Olivia, and my husband, Mike, my Zumba mommy, Jen, and my BFF, Lisa. Awesome. <laughs> hey, was it, it wasn't too bad, was it? What are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> you, I still feel like I'm sitting on pins and needles. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Did you have fun? Mm-hmm. All right, rock and roll. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for my very good friend, Linda. Linda.